All right, we are here in Mike Schmidt's office down in the UWL Football Coaches Suite here in Mitchell Hall. Coach, we're, we're going to wrap up a season here, 7-3, and 5-2 and two in the WIAC. Uh, before we get into some of the details here, just what's this first week of, you know, back to being, you know, dad, husband, yep. normal, normal guy as opposed to active football coach where your life's so hectic? It really, for me, it's really tough. I, I coach because I don't like a normal life sure. uh, in a lot of ways, and, and I'm, you know, kind of putting some stuff out there that... <laughs> My wife and I work through internally a lot, uh, but I, I don't like I don't like nine to five. I don't like that concept. I like having the freedom uh, to myself. I like having something that you're striving for. I like competing. I like all of those things. And so you kind of lose out of that. You know, when you're in the season, you just are constantly getting filled with adrenaline rushes, right? Sure. Like you're just ding practice, ding <laughs> practice, ding film, ding recruit, ding practice. <laughs> and then obviously on Saturday, it's a full day of just adrenaline, you know. Yeah, so you, you lose out on that, you know, and and that's just like that. I mean, I'm just talking about the physiology of it all, <laughs> like where you you are you are you're missing that that competition, you're missing that those Saturdays, you know, and. And I think you still see the guys, but not on a consistent basis, and it's sad. So for me, this is always such a tough time of the year, and it's tough to kind of transition into that life. Sure. Uh, you know, and, and so uh, my wife has been very good about that <laughs> and very gracious for me uh, with it, as I was telling you. You know, we're, we're baby number three is doing just about nine weeks right now, and so that'll be here before you know it. Right. i got to get everything ready and the house all in order and all that stuff. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done, but it's tough. It, this I really dislike this time of the year. And for me, growing up, I was always a three-sport athlete, so you just kind of... Transition to basketball starts or wrestling right. or whatever's in the winter. You push through it, right? <laughs> and you just keep going, and you don't have time to think about anything or, or process it. So it's tough, but it's... Uh, uh, certainly, it's great to you know be back with my kids all the time. Now is is a good thing. They're coming here this afternoon, I right after school and stuff. So yeah, that that part's really good for sure. And you know, before we talk about the season a little bit, something you guys do in these first couple of weeks after the season's over, meet with all the kids, all 115, 120 of them, and go over a lot of the things of where they're at in the on the team, what they need to do in the off season, stuff like that. What are some of the things that you you've taken out of those meetings throughout the years that you think is you know, worthy of you know the time you have to dedicate to yeah. do those. It is. It, it takes a lot of time. I mean, mm -hmm. This is 115 people, 10 minute time slots mm -hmm. uh, over the next four days, and and for us, that's the most important thing. I think your first reaction is let's go recruit, <laughs> and you know you. You know, I think that that has been in my career at times. That was your first reaction after the season, but it's really not. It's let's wrap up. Let's where can we learn from this season? What can we take away from it? And and things like that. And I I always find it really interesting what the players say. You know, I, I always ask them what they like the most. What are some of the characteristics you enjoy the most about our football program? So you can hone in on what you're selling and recruiting. Right. Know, what do they really like? And then I ask them. You know, what suggestions do they have for a program? And the not a lot of those are earth-shattering. A lot of them are little things, you know, but I think that that's great. And then I think it's really big to see that follow-through, you know, when, when they say something that you actually put it into practice and they, they know their voice is heard. That's, that just instantly creates accountability. It creates buy-in uh, within. And then I think, you know, for me, it's asking 115 people to sit down and ask me, what can I do better? And that's a lot. And mm -hmm. I don't know that everybody does that. Maybe they do. I have no idea. Um, but you got to be prepared for the good and the bad. And uh, I think it's great. I really do. I, I enjoy hearing because uh, some of the things that have been told me told to me the last couple of years are hard. They're hard to hear, you know. And 
And so you kind of realize what to do. And I think about those all the time. You know? Right. One thing was something about a, a thing at halftime that I had done. And I'm like, okay, so here's a similar situation. Let's not freak out or whatever it might have been, you know, or, or wherever we were at. It was like, okay, let's let's stick to the script. Let's stick to the plan and keep going. So, yeah, kind of an interesting dynamic that we're looking forward to before we go out on the road. and just yeah. start replenishing. In, yeah, all in on the recruiting side of it. Absolutely. This is one of the kind of weirder years here in the WIAC where outside of Whitewater, I mean, we always say that it's toughest league top to bottom, but this year really proved it. Everybody could beat everybody. I mean, you For saw sure. Oshkosh lose a couple of times. Platteville goes from second, third in the conference to bottom, at the right. bottom now. Just What do you think it was about this season that across the league it was just – just weird, weird results pretty much every yeah, week. Yeah, I really think a lot of it uh, had to do, we had a ton of turnover in the league this year. Uh, so we had a lot of new faces at, at places, and you could see where there wasn't at Whitewater. Yeah. They had a, a really good year. You know, and I think mm-hmm. even the same thing, you know, Coach Larson at Eau Claire had mm-hmm. his big, biggest senior class this year. Sure. So you had a lot of carry over there. So they have success and win four games. And so I think that was a big part of it. And then, you know, uh, Platteville was just decimated by injury. Right. I mean, that was, you lose Mark Johnson down the stretch. They lost Ben Mogilevsky. They lost a lot of players throughout the year. So they were just decimated by injury. And so that I thought was really interesting with it. But yeah, we, we showed that the bottom... I mean, the last place teams, there are three of them, and they all had two wins. Right. That's crazy. And then, you know, Stevens Point, who switched head coaches in the middle of the summer, uh, essentially, they win three games and finished tied with Stout in that in that fourth place, really, uh, out of the league. That was great, you know, and, and seeing some of those things within the league. But I think there just was a lot of turnover this year, and, and it made it for a kind of a, a really crazy year right. where it, it took put second place and third place up for grabs, I think, a lot. Uh, out of, I mean, Eau Claire was talking in the week before where they played us about finishing in the upper echelon of the of the league, finishing in the top tier of the league, and they finished in last. They lost yeah. one game then at the end and finished in last place. You know, that's kind of crazy how that kind of works out. But you can see how we were all kind of grouped together within it. So, in, in, especially in, in a year like that, we were pretty excited that we didn't falter, that sure. we didn't misstep, that we didn't have a game. And you look at the last two years. We haven't had that game. You know, we almost did a couple times this year. We almost right. had that against Platteville. We almost had that against Stop, but we didn't. We won those games. And so even in a crazy year where everybody's kind of beating everybody, we didn't take that misstep and, and really played really well, especially in our last couple of games. You mentioned, I mean, you, you coined it after the Platteville game. You guys just won ugly all, yeah. all throughout the year. Whatever the situation was, you, you were able to find a way to just either make the plays at the end to w- yep. win the game or just hold them off at the end. A couple of walk-off wins with the yeah, Stout game, crazy. too. I mean, just what do you think it was about this team that they were able to, you know, even with all the, the youth that you had, all the new guys in starting roles, that you were able to just find ways to win even if guys hadn't been in those situations before? Yeah, I, I and they weren't in those situations at all, like ever. I mean, Rusty Murphy didn't hardly win any games in high school, and he's, you know, able to find ways to get through that. But I, I really think that the biggest part – uh, of it was that we created this this thing where and, and I was always on the coaches on the sidelines like everybody keep their composure <laughs> keep keep calm you know keep pumping our guys keep pumping positivity into them and we never had that like freak out moment you know I, I think we learned a lot about our team in that Dickinson State loss to be honest with you <laughs> I mean in the in the Illinois Wesleyan game. I was as calm as I've ever been with this team. It was even though which is a back and forth. You guys yeah, go up, they come back. They and came tie way it. back. You know, <laughs> then we we have this you know crazy opportunities. But it was like just staying calm and, and continuing to put that out to your players. Like, what more do you want than this? You know, to so then we go to Dickinson and we you know we did we had some uh, 
a little disorganized chaos within the staff and within me and, and, and things like that. And it was like, okay, we got to get back to what we're all about here. And it's about fun and it's about letting our guys play loose and letting them go out and just take a rip at it. And then you saw us go out against Whitewater. We're the only team that had a lead on Whitewater during the regular season. It was, it's 10 to 7 in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, you look at that and, and to say, you, now you look back on and you realize how good Whitewater really is. Yeah, this right. Year. You look to at the, our team whole body there. work. Yeah. You know, our team was right there with that team and really gave them their best punch. And I think it's because they were. In all of these games, it was like everybody. Let's not freak out. We're in good shape here, you know, or whatever it is to to maintain our composure and make the plays down the end. And we we preach that in practice. And I know that sounds that's really coach speaky thing, but I really believe in that stuff. I believe in the power of that kind of energy and that kind of stuff out there in the universe and the world. And I just you know getting our guys to buy into that, I think was was really crucial to our success. For sure. You mentioned it a little bit ago, but second place up for grabs. You guys take it this year. Uh, best finish since you were a player here back yep. in 2006. Uh, just, do you feel like, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but do you feel like you guys just took another step forward from, from where you were even at the end of last season with technically a better record, but just the, the resume this year is probably yeah. more impressive when you look at the, the full body I, of it? I really think that it's, uh, I guess the short answer might be yes, but I, I really think when you really look at it is we legitimized our 2017 season. So sure. you, you said, okay, well, they had a bunch of seniors and a good team. Let's see how they do. Well, now we go and finish in second place. We're in every game. Again, you know, we've only lost the last two years to ranked teams. Right. Uh, you know, we're in these in these games, and, and we're even in those games that we're losing, you know. And so it legitimizes, I think, uh, that 2017 season, I think, was really important for recruiting and, and things moving forward. But I, I also really think that we had – we're all back. I mean, we only lose 11 seniors. And even of those 11 seniors, I mean, there's four of them that don't don't really play other than on special teams or in certain situations. So, I mean, we're returning a ton of players that right. are going to be back. And so you say that even with all that youth and all those these new players, and you even look at the seniors that played. They didn't start last year. I mean, Eli McGeehan didn't start last year. Colton Neiman was, you know, didn't start the first part of the season. Right. A.J. Villarreal didn't start at all. So, I mean, even on defense, all those guys that were playing, Jake Gerzik didn't start last year. was actually a third-string player for us last year. That's crazy that even our seniors, they weren't starters coming back. So now you can say and you look at it and see, we did it with a completely new new roster, essentially, right. and we're still able to go 7-3. and three. So I think when you look at the body of work that this team did, I mean, you talk about overachieving. Right. Uh, this was a group of overachievers that – I mean, the league picked us to finish fourth in the league, and we finished second, and we finished with a seven and three record with a win against Illinois Wesleyan, and and some really good wins in the league. So, uh, I think more so it's about what we did with this brand new team, and and, and they're all back, right, for the most part, but coming in the next year. Just talking to people with the season finishing up, that's what everybody kind of says, like. We were only, you know, they, they know Ben because he's a senior yep. uh, at quarterback, a kind of premier yep. position. But you look at all across the roster, you're going to return probably 14, 15 starters yes. across both sides. So, I mean, as a coach, is that just exciting knowing, hey, we're going to have guys that have played 10 games now under their belt and have an offseason to get better and even learn yeah. more? Yeah, that's crucial. It's huge. I mean, that's why we play well at the end of the year. I mean, is because they – we don't do a lot of different things. We kind of run our system, and what we are is what we are, and then you just keep getting better at it. Well, now they're going to take that, and, and last year we did that, mm -hmm. right? But then they all left, and they didn't get a chance to play again, right? So now they get to all kind of come back 
and do it now and, and be back for on both sides of it, you know, I think is going to be really big and, and have that continuity within the staff and things like that is going to be really big, obviously. But, um, you know, I think when you, it, it does, it fires you up. But my message to the, to the seniors this year, and, and I still tell the guys from last year even, uh, that they're going to be just as much a part of this, you know, moving forward. And so I think that that's a cool bridge that these guys set us up. We didn't get to where we ultimately all want to be at, but, they're going to be a part of us moving forward into the future. And, yeah, we feel pretty excited about our future moving forward. We feel really good about the players that we have coming back. We didn't graduate one defensive lineman on a team that led the league in, in league play in sacks and, and had a bunch of sacks on the season. That's crazy right. Right? that we have everybody coming back from that 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 group there. And, and we have a lot of weapons on offense coming back. I mean, obviously the top of the list is Cole Speaker, but – but we got some pretty special players that are going to be back, you know, and, and really that did a lot of damage for us. Definitely. I know this is kind of a tough one because I'm asking you to single somebody out, but was there someone that throughout the season kind of stepped up in their play that maybe when you're looking through camp or coming into the year, you didn't know what, what how their role was going to fit? Or yeah. was there somebody that kind of really stood out throughout the season? Yeah, I think there was really – I mean, there's a, there's a couple of them. I think that uh, on, on the defensive side, you know, A.J. Villarreal – really played really well in conference play. He had a really good run there. Uh, you know, and we didn't even know if he was going to be a starter. Uh, Noah Schober was kind of in that mix. Uh, Pete Kissling obviously was there. Right. And then, you know, AJ and, and Schober were kind of split in time, and Pete got hurt, and I was, okay, full-time with everybody yeah, both there. Of you out there. So that really, I mean, that really was a, a really good force in the back end for us to really kind of tie that all together. And I think you look at Eli McGeehan, too. I mean, he was starting an outside backer. We moved him inside, and it changed our whole season. Right. I mean, it. we probably should have made that switch, but how did we know that – Jake Krieger wasn't going to be cleared to play and, you know, some of those kind of things. So that was that was huge that Eli had such a great season. Um, and, and so that was, I mean, a, a, an all-conference season and, and everything within that. So that was really awesome. And then I think on the offensive side, you look, you know, we, had, we were trying to figure out that right tackle position, who was going to be the starter there. And we tried a bunch of freshmen in there, and, and Nate Carpenter comes and, and really ties that thing up for us. It was right. huge you know, in the middle of the season to get that position figured out to kind of solidify that, and then he ends up going to start in the rest of the, rest of the season. Did not, I'm not sure that we necessarily didn't expect that, but uh, the timing of it coming in really kind of saved that, that position for us. Right, for sure, for sure. And you mentioned a little bit ago, your first instinct is get out and recruit. You're taking care of things here for the next couple yep. of weeks. When does the, the big recruiting push start for your staff? I know you're getting things yep. ready, you know who you want to talk to, but when's the, the push to get out and yeah, start? We've, yeah, we, obviously we're way ahead of things with it, and we're going to go see our guys that we have targeted and, and all the top guys that we have out there. We've had a ton of people on campus this yeah. year. And I mean, if you guys came to a game this year, you saw before the game's on the sideline, 10, 15, 30 even uh, kids and their parents on the field, yeah. you know, getting the, the feeling of a UWL football game. Yeah, our, our last two games we had – over 35 in each game. Uh, so we had, a, and, and you know, none of those are just guys that sign up. I mean, it's all guys that we want here. It's all guys that we're recruiting. I mean, that, that I think is the coolest part is that we have some incredible players. A lot of guys that have been offered scholarships and are still here and things like that. So, you know, I thought our recruiting was really good. So we got to go back and follow up with those guys. But really, we're going to take care of the area here the next uh, this week and next week, the week of Thanksgiving and, and, and this week still that we're in. So we're going to take care of the, the area here now, see our guys that we're, we've really been on in the area, and then we'll kind of branch out after Thanksgiving. So after gotcha. Thanksgiving, we still really get four full weeks in there uh, because of the way the calendar's set up. 
Thanksgiving's November 22nd. Yeah, it's yeah. as early as it can really be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we get like an extra really full week there leading into Christmas. So we'll get out. Uh, we got you know, a couple guys going to Chicago, a couple guys Twin Cities, a couple guys in Wisconsin. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be out seeing all those guys. And, and, again, really what happens is a lot of our guys will have one coach in each one of those regions or areas making – follow-ups you know for our third fourth fifth time seeing guys uh and then at the same time we'll have some coaches that will be in each one of those areas making our first contacts with some with some players that that maybe came on their senior year yeah maybe we just haven't been able to connect with maybe we couldn't get up here for a visit but we're certainly aware of those guys that are out there so it's it's a fast and furious month of december right. is really what it turns out to be and this year actually a full week of november which is uh, really cool it's great gets us a couple opportunities to get more guys out there and then we have uh we have got four or five uh, five visit dates yet before uh the first of the year so oh, wow, okay. we, yeah we still got a lot of time to get we got to get these guys on campus now and we really push to get them on before our players leave I mean, yeah when we meet everybody and <laughs> see, our, see our guys who are our best recruiters and and uh, and obviously, being on campus at Lacrosse is a pretty cool thing too. So it's all about getting them on campus. Absolutely. All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much for everything throughout the year. Well, thank uh, you. A great this, season. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, and... the coverage has been unbelievable. I mean, it's it's fun. It's awesome. It's great for our guys and exposure. I mean, obviously, our parents are tuned in on yeah. all this stuff. And Talk, I, it's fun out. walking in the games, and somebody will stop me, and they'll you know, talk about sharing stuff. So it's always fun. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you for all the time you make for me and all that type of oh, stuff. Thank so. you. It's, it's this is a lot of fun. It's a cool partnership that we have. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will be back next season, probably some type of recruiting update or in spring sure. ball. So, but for Colton Martami, Mike Schmidt, thanks for listening.